The playoffs on Round Guy Radio are powered by the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa. Soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. We're to, uh, but the Winfield Mount Union Wolves are brought to you by Rob Moore and the uh, Livestock Risk Management Partnership Group there uh, in Minneapolis. We've got Coach uh, of the Wolves, Coach Edwards, with us. Welcome to the program, Coach. Thanks for having me back. Well, you, you got a nice little first round win, kind of a tune up uh, um, uh, against New London, a little little uh, revenge from last year, uh, uh, I, I believe. Uh, uh, talk, tell our listeners a little bit about how the game went and, and what was the positives you took out of it. Um, well, it was you know it started out first quarter. I think it was sixteen nine, um, and you know it just kind of <clears throat> gradually grew from. Grew, grew from there um you know really we just played solid overall um you know they're an interesting team to to guard because primarily there are five guards and they're extremely young like coach Porter's gonna have a a really good team here for uh, years to come and and i know his younger younger boy kellen's really good too so he's probably gonna step right in there and they're gonna they're gonna be something to deal with here for down the road but um you know, they spread you out and then they got a bunch of quick athletes and um, try to get into the paint. But um, our, our main focus was limiting three-point shots. They've been shooting it really well here lately, um, especially you know, the Richie kid and, and Benjamin's been shooting it really well. So um, Gabe Evansworth, Carter Lloyd did a fantastic job on Richie. I think he was only able to get one three um, off and <clears throat> that one didn't go in. So... And then offensively, we did a nice job of playing inside out. We had movement. Um, Jake knocked down six three-pointers. Cam and Abram kind of did their thing in the paint. And, <coughs> you know, it was just a pretty good night overall. Okay. Um, who was your scoring leaders last night? Uh, Jake had 22, Cam 19, and Abram 16 for that's, us. That's pretty balanced. I, I like I like how you're doing it. Um did you get a chance to play any of your bench guys or uh, anything last night? Yeah, we <clears throat> a little bit during the flow of the game. It it never really got, you know, it's tournament time, so so, so you you kind of keep them in maybe a little longer than than you should just to make sure and keep everything buttoned up. But um, <clears throat> you know, Max Edwards and and Cole Milk's got a little bit of time for us uh, throughout the normal flow of the game. Then, um, you know, we did get the rest of the guys in there for the last couple of minutes. Um, but, um, yeah, Cole <clears throat> Cole got a bucket for us and made some free throws, had some nice rebounds. Um, you know, it, Max came in, defended well when he was in. So, um, yeah, we'll probably rely on those guys a little bit more coming up um, because of just miss, uh, matchups and with Danville's size. Um, so we'll, we'll need them a little bit more than we probably did uh, – against New London, but uh, they did a nice job. Well, um, for those kids that did come in that last couple minutes, um, you know, over the course of their career, um, does a, a, a little playoff experience kind of a, a help them out for the future? Yeah, yeah, you, you hope so, you know. Um, yeah, and some of them, you know, we do have some seniors there, but um, some of the younger guys definitely like getting to experience, um, you know, actually just like being there and, you know, how the intensities ratcheted up a little bit and every possession is, you know, so meaningful. So just to get that feeling and understanding and then get a little bit of time and so they can feel a little bit of that, um, 
yeah, definitely that that bodes well for them in the future. All right. Well, uh, speaking of the future, and we're gonna go all the way to Thursday. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, you got uh, a dangerous team coming to town. Uh, mm-hmm. Scotty Melvin has done moved to uh, uh, Danville. Uh, he's gonna be there for this game uh, with you guys. Uh, but he he talks a lot of good things uh, about Danville. Uh, they they seem to be a, a little bit of a prototype of your team, uh, as they have some size, uh, uh, and particularly this Orth kid. He just goes on and on about this Orth kid. Uh, what do you know about Danville? Uh, what do they do well? Uh, and what are you going to have to do to be successful against that? Yeah, so in a lot of ways they mirror us, right? Like they got <clears throat> they got good size and length. Um, they're pretty balanced. Um, usually rely on their defense. Um, you know, they're extremely well coached. Uh, uh, the brothers all, you know, have a scouted well and, and they'll have a good game plan in place. So, um, you know, it's a completely different type of team than what we just faced, you know, with a you know, New London, you know, pretty much five guards, a bunch of quickness and, and, um, Danville on the other hand is like I said, long and, and, uh, they'll, spread it out they'll be balanced they'll play inside out um so yeah it's uh it'll it'll it's an interesting matchup um you know like i said they mirror us in a lot of ways so um really it'll just come down to who puts their better game on the court that night you know you 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 face a team that likes a lot of fast breaks you you, you, then you face a team uh uh, with a lot of height maybe um more ball control uh, uh team um, what's important that you adjust to what the other teams are doing or just continue just to do what you do to be successful? Yeah, for 100% it's continue to do what you do um, successfully. Like, I mean, we'll make make some adjustments defensively for personnel and what, what we try to do, but, um, you know, our base concept is always going to be our base concept, especially defensively. So, um, and then you just tweak off of that. So, um yeah, it's, it's more about us being where we need to be, talking, uh, flying around, you know, re- rebounding. Um, you know, we, we, we think we have one of the best rebounding teams. And, and when, um, you know, to go along with that, I'll, I'm going to tweet out here later today, but um, we've had two kids just uh, pass the 750 career rebound mark in Cam and Abram, which is quite a feat. You know, that's – if you put that into perspective, it's probably more of a feat than scoring a thousand points. So, um, well, certainly, yeah, yeah. You never get yeah. two rebounds for one rebound, or that's right, or, or that's three right. points so, for one rebound. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's a lot of hard work on on both of their ends. Um, you know, just continuously over four years. So, but um, yeah, it's just doing the little things and and then stepping up and making some shots. So, um, yeah, it's. You know, like I said, come down to postseason, every every single possession is important. So um, you just have to have that mindset that you're going to grind every play. So uh, these are 7 o'clock games, I think, and there's no uh, JV games or nothing anymore. It's just no girls games. It's just one game. Yep. Uh, uh, super hot uh, spotlight on, on the varsity game, uh, the playoff game. And uh, um, it just sounds like, uh, uh, you know, that first round of the playoffs – I'm thinking maybe 20% of the matchups are pretty good, you know. Yeah. Uh, but in this round of the playoffs, I'm betting 90% of the matchups are pretty good. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sure. I, I will say, like, New London wasn't your typical eight seed. Like, if you look through their schedule and the way they played some of the really good teams, and, um, like, they played Danville to a one-point game one time. They led Holy Trinity at half by six or seven. I think they led Regina at halftime up at Regina one game. Like, they're, they weren't your typical eight seed. Like, they're, they're a better team than what their record showed. So, that Whoa. wasn't. Yeah, they play in that southern uh, side. That's so so dominant. You're playing great teams every night. Uh, yeah. Um. And uh, uh, Coach Porter, man, that guy gets the most out of his kids. You know, what I mean, he's a leader. He's a motivator. You know, um, I think his kids believe in him. Uh, I think he's a heck of a coach, and uh, um, he could just pull some kids out of the stand. I think and give you a, a good go. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else about this game you want to say? Uh, no, we're excited. You know, we had a great crowd Monday night, so I know Danville travels well, so I expect our gym to be packed and, um, that'll get our kids some juice and, and, uh, we'll look at, we're, we're looking forward to a ready, uh, battle with a great team. Well, we'll have Scotty Melvin right there in the gym. Then he'll be calling us right after the game. Like he did, uh, uh, last night. We had Jeff Mills covering your game last night. So, but- so, uh, good luck. Uh, uh, you know, you're one of the, the, the big, you know, big, big hopes, uh, for Southeast Iowa this year. Uh, you've been, you've already, uh, if you could get two state two, I don't know. Um, have you had two Winfield teams in state at the same year at the same time, same year? Um, yeah, yeah. Like back when I played, we, we did the dome and, the state, state, uh, basketball in the same year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if they did it after that or not. One of those years that they won the um, state basketball. Well, so uh, pretty outstanding. Uh, doesn't yeah. happen every year, but you got a good chance at it this year. Well, good luck Thursday night, and thanks for being with us. Yep, appreciate it. Thanks again.